0: Welcome back, folks. Dave DeBow here. And have you ever met somebody who, against a lot of odds, has become successful? Have you met somebody who's done that with real estate investing? Well, our special guest today has done exactly that. Her name is Ida Yip. She is a very experienced and successful real estate entrepreneur based in Ottawa, Ontario, And it is my honor and pleasure to have Ida on her very first podcast interview. So, Ida, welcome to Property Profits Podcast.
1: Hi, thank you for having me.
0: It is my pleasure. So, Ida, I didn't want to give away too much ahead of time here, but you definitely have overcome a lot of challenges and obstacles to become successful in real estate investing. So, can you tell us a little bit about the ida yip backstory who are you where are you from and how did you first get involved in real estate investing
1: hi my name is ida i live in ottawa ontario and uh, i have two children uh one is 24 now and the other one is almost 19 and my older one is a a boy my son and then my daughter uh, victoria she has autism so it has been very challenging you know
0: Yes, I'm very, very challenging. And if I recall correctly, Ada, are you a single mom? Is that correct?
1: That's correct. So right. yes, I'm a single mom, and I raised the two two children by myself. You know,
0: okay. but yeah.
1: yeah, but my real estate investment journey started in 2011. So that's when my son was uh, I, uh you know, uh, 12 years old. My daughter was seven years old. Yeah. I just mo- moved into a new town home and settled down with my children. Yes. And then I met a new co-worker and she was talking to me every day at lunch about realistic investment. Really? And she's a condo queen in Ottawa. And she kept telling me that you need to have equities. That's how you save money. And then I say, I don't have money. I just got a simple job. I have two children. And my daughter did a lot of medical needs. So yeah. in my head, there's absolutely no way I could do it, right? Yeah, no money, of- no time.
0: Yeah, really? a lot of people would think the same thing. What kind of a job were you working at at the time, Ida?
1: I work in the federal government. I work oh. in the IT field. I'm a network person. So, Got it. Yeah.
0: Okay, so you had a government job. All right.
1: Well, yeah. that is
0: so fortunate that you had a co-worker that was a real estate investor. So did it take some time for you to Oh, for sure. I, yeah. So
1: I didn't make any move. I just had a lot of questions in my head, and I I was so you know inspired by her because she we go shopping every time every weekend. Okay.
0: How, how shopping?
1: I, <laughs> yes, she will end up buying a condo this weekend and the next weekend. You know,
0: and wow.
1: I I just didn't know how to do it. But then in 2011, I got a new neighbor moving. in, and we didn't have have a good relationship, and I say I had to move. So, But my house was pretty new. It was only one year old, and I didn't want to lose all the lawyer fee, land yeah. transfer tax fee. So I said, you know what, I'm going to rent this place out and I'm going to mm-hmm. buy myself a new home. But I was very nervous. I couldn't sleep for four months. But oh, and I went to the bank. I, I told them my plan. I'm going to rent out my place, but I need to buy a new home. And the bank approved my application. So I bought a new home. So and then in 2013, I moved into my new home and I hired a management company to um, take care of my rental. So because I was so nervous, I would pay anybody to do the work for me. So I was paying 30% of my rent.
0: Oh, my God. management fee. Yes. 30%. Wow. Yeah. I
1: know. But I just didn't know anything. Yeah. So in 2014, I had a boyfriend, okay? So John and I discussed, like, my house was new. There hasn't been one service call. So why am I paying that kind of service, right? Yeah. So we end up uh, let go of the management company. We manage it our own and it was easy. Yeah. So in the same year, we bought another close to new build in the same neighborhood. And all these houses are very close to my home, you know? Okay. And then the next year we buy another one, the next year we buy another one. So wow. we keep buying one every year. So once we stabilize one, we buy another one. And it's always uh, something close to my principal home and yeah. also fairly new. And actually we bought almost all new homes. So, and then 2017, I was driving on the road and then I heard it on the radio that somebody is giving a free workshop about realistic investment on the weekend. Uh So I say, I had to go because I really want to know
0: how to do it properly. right? (laughs) So you did five or six or seven deals by that time, but you thought maybe now I should get some education.
1: Yeah, that's right. (laughs) I want to know how to do it properly. So I did it. So it, uh, we went for the weekend for the workshop, and then we signed up for the course, we became a member. And then after that, we end up taking courses yeah. and we have buy, been buying every single year. And we start like passive investment, we did student rentals, we still own them. So, and during COVID, it was, at the beginning I was a little bit worried because one yeah. of my tenants said that I had to leave because they lost the contract. So they yeah. got to go back to France. I say, oh, okay. But then I didn't realize the housing market gets so hot in COVID. So I ended up changing the rent from 1600 to 2500 for the same wow. house. Wow. Yes. Holy yes. smokes. And then all our properties that we bought in the previous years all went double.
0: Beautiful. So that's that's how you went from being a hardworking single mom to a multimillionaire real estate investor is buying and holding single family homes for the long term of course covid helped everybody that's for sure but even at the point that we're recording this early august 2023 things have corrected a bit but i bet you they're still over double what you paid for them
1: yes absolutely
0: yes okay so what and i'm glad to hear that that you found a a partner, a life partner, and a real estate partner, and John. So when you guys are buying all of these single-family homes, uh, how many did you build up to? Like, how many did, did you get in your portfolio before you started doing other things?
1: Um, we, we kept buying, like, since 2013, we bought one every year. So we got four, right, until uh-huh. 2017. And then we joined the Realistic uh,
0: yeah, Courses. Yeah. And then now today we got eighteen doors. Eighteen doors. All right. And how many buildings? How many different properties? Um, it's doors about and-
1: uh, for about eight buildings.
0: Eight different yeah. buildings. So you got some yeah. small multifamily type properties and and that sort yes. of thing as well. And have you been? Are they all residential mortgages? That's correct. Yeah. So have you been just personally qualifying for all of these? based yes. on your yes uh-huh it's yeah it is amazing that's wonderful so between the two of you and based on the portfolio that you already got uh but even then most people usually hit the wall and, and well the reason qualify. for that
1: is because uh john is my boyfriend right yeah so when he buy a house is his liability it's not my liability
0: right so, so his in, name in the bank's or your name. eyes yeah. yeah, we only own four properties for each of us. So it's not too bad. Okay, yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. Smart. All right. So I did not know. Since you've gotten the education, well, you got off to a very good start on your own, but since you've gotten the education, what kind of properties are you focusing on these days?
1: I have done student rentals since yeah. I joined the uh took all the courses. And these yeah. day, um, because um covid we did buy some during covid but they were single homes too so but now we are more focused on uh, land development and we uh-huh. also start to look in look south look for some properties in the states
0: for better and cash also
1: mm-hmm, better cash flow is a lot cheaper because it's nowadays otherwise it's very expensive too so
0: right. yeah very good so Okay, so land development in and around Ottawa, or you want to do that in the States as well? What are are your thoughts for the land development?
1: Um, We are thinking about Ontario right now. It's not necessarily Ottawa, you know. So wherever the opportunity is really, but we have to find the right partner that we're comfortable with, you know.
0: So do you want to do land development as the active partners or as passive investors?
1: active partners, because we we know quite a lot, quite a bit about um, land development,
0: you know. You've been taking some training and stuff around that. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Well, you guys have done an amazing job self-financing your portfolio so far. Now you want to get into land development. Typically, that's pretty capital intensive. You want to start buying properties in the States. A lot of the people that I've spoken to uh, Canadians buying in the States, they typically go in all cash initially yes. to purchase and then refinance after a year or two. Um, what are your plans for for capital moving ahead, Ida? That's a very good question. It, like how we will need to raise capital
1: because mm-hmm. in order to go, grow big, like no matter how big we are today, because the bank is not going to loan us money at this right. point, right? So yeah. yes, we do have to raise capital, um, you know,
0: so are you are you still working for the federal government, Ida? Or did you retire? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, you are? Okay, good. And you and John, is he does he work at a job as well? That's correct. He also worked for the federal government in oh, the IT field. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's smart. Those are good jobs and those good benefits and, and good pension plans as well. But with right. with what you guys are doing through your, your real estate, you're definitely going to put everything on steroids. Okay. Are you open to a couple of suggestions around the capital idea, Ida? Or would, of course. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So good news. Lots and lots of good news. Number 1 good news is that you have a fantastic track record already with real estate investing, right? You've got yes. you've got all a very substantial portfolio that you've built up using your own money. So that's proof of concept that you can show other people just like that lady did so many years ago with you telling you about all of the properties that she's purchased. So now you can kind of be doing the same thing, but maybe in a more organized manner. So that's really good. Uh, The second really good thing is you and John have been well established in your jobs (laughs) and in your community for quite a few years. And I would imagine maybe I'm wrong, Ida, but do you have like a, a fairly good-sized social network outside of work as well. Um, Not so much. Yes,
1: actually, I, yeah. before COVID, no. But we just joined a new community, real estate community. Okay, well, real estate
0: community—that's good. How about outside of outside of real estate, either with um, church or social organizations? civic organizations no, no. perhaps through your daughter's school and other parents and those kind of things do you guys have any connections like that
1: i have a lot of connections through the special needs community yeah but it's just to support each other and also because i'm a volunteer yeah and i develop website for them and you know so i know a yeah. lot of those families yes
0: yes you do all right so here's the good news Ida you've got a really good network of people already who could become prospective joint venture partners or investors with you in your deals if you show them what you're up to in a non pushy non salesy kind of way like if if we if we create a target group of people doesn't have to be a lot of them, but a target group of people. And then you kind of start the conversation around real estate, but you're a tech, you're a technological kind of person, but we automate a lot of that. So you can do a lot of this without having to pick up the phone and call people or do any of that kind of stuff. We can do a lot of this with email. We can do a lot of this with social media as well. But email is really, really good because that way you can set things up, you can automate them, you can personalize things, and you can get it all going and set it and kind of forget it. And then it just kind of, you're getting the word out on a constant, consistent basis. You're educating people a little bit about what you're up to with real estate. You're creating curiosity and you're getting them to reach out to you and say, hey, Ida, that real estate thing you're doing that sounds really interesting i'd like more information and then that kind of conversation is very easy to have versus having to be salesy does that make sense ida yes yeah Makes so it's sense. all about it's all about the marketing now the other thing i would recommend that you consider is putting together a really good slide deck presentation right? A, a, something that you can show people, especially people who are not real estate investors, mm-hmm. that walks them through why real estate is such a great investment. And here's the beautiful thing. You can point to eight properties in your portfolio, ding, 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 and show them, yeah, we purchased this property a year. We purchased it for this much. Now it's worth this much. And it's creating this kind of cash flow. and ding, ding, ding. You've got a preponderance of proof that you can show people that number one, real estate is a really smart investment. Number two, that you are a smart real estate investor. And number three, that you've got a good track record behind you. Does that make sense? Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Actually, a lot of people ask, kind of wonder why how I can afford such a I have a very beautiful home and nobody could figure it out. How can you do it?
0: How can you, what comfort? sneaky things are you doing, Ida? You got to. Go, I know how much you make at your government job. There's no way you could afford this. Up. No, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so a lot
1: of people, I, I, I think they kind of wonder how can I afford
0: to live where I, I live. You know. Nice. Yeah. Well. Exactly. So there, and then here's another idea for you. You could have, eventually, not right away, but eventually. You could have what I call raising capital Tupperware parties. Oh. Do you know what a Tupperware party is? Yes, yes. It's yes. a very, they don't, I don't think Tupperware even exists anymore, but I don't hear about in, it. In yet. the older days, it was kind of like, yes, ladies would get together and one person would be selling Tupperware and they'd bring all of their friends over. Yes. Same idea, but no Tupperware. Mm-hmm. Here you get a group of people together at your beautiful home. Mm hmm. Right? And you walk them through your real estate presentation and it shows them why you can afford to have the kind of home you have. And oh, by the way, you could do the same thing potentially by partnering up with me, investing in real estate and sharing the profits. So you get to piggyback on Ida's experience, Ida's team, Ida's track record, and get all of the benefits of real estate investing without having to deal with the hassles. Hmm. Does that make sense? That's
1: a good idea. Yeah. I never thought of it because, like, traditionally, we never even talk to people what we have done. But people just keep wondering because yeah. John is buying a car seventy thousand this month. So yeah. everybody's like, "How can you guys afford all of this?" You know?
0: <laughs> yeah, like I say, I think you and John are very, very well positioned to uh to start raising some serious capital. And and here's the thing, what we find, Ida, is that within your existing connections, mm-hmm. between you and John, there is probably somewhere between three and five million dollars worth of capital available within your existing connections. You just have nice. to figure out how to access it. Sounds sounds good. Yeah, we do we do know some really well off people too. Exactly. So there might even be more. Who knows? Awesome, Ida. Well, time kind of flies when we're having fun. Um, If people would like to connect with you, what should they do? Facebook. I'm on Facebook. And what is just Ida? Yep. That's correct. And you're going to find me, send me a message and I will get back to you. All right. That sounds good. Well, Ida, thank you so much for being on the show. And how did it feel doing your first podcast interview?
1: I love it. I would like to do even more. (laughs) I enjoy doing it. You've
0: got a great story. I think you could do lots of these podcast interviews. So thank you so much for being on the show and everybody else. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you.